Hello friends and welcome to the What The Fact podcast, the weekly fact-based podcast where me and Val talk about facts. Today's episode of What The Fact, it's the long list. Continuing our Halloween duo, which I did the first time and Val's not doing this time, we're going to be going from A to whenever we finish of finish the alphabet of myths and legends. Don't forget that our podcast is also on Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Please follow us on them all, and obviously we're on Twitter as well, so follow us on there. So yeah, please enjoy. Uh, right, set, go. Yeah, just go, just go, Val, just go. <laughs> go, 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 go. Hi, okay. Um, Where are we with um, fact or no fact? Because you got the last one right. Didn't uh, you? We are four to one. Oh God, so, already. Today's one is a little bit weird because it's not so much of these are the facts. Well, there are technically three facts, but it's more lies of just choose. It's random. There's no sort of wording you have to seriously focus on. Right. Once I've told them to you, you understand. Okay. Okay. Yes. Three things you have to choose between. There is the Loveland frog. It's a right. folklore legend that describes a humanoid frog. A humanoid frog? Yes. It's about four right. feet tall. So it's a giant frog in Ohio. Okay. The second one is the owl man. It's a humanoid owl, owl from Cornwall. Okay. And then there is the skunk ape. Which is a humanoid skunk creature from the Florida Keys on Florida. Right. So basically, you have to choose between which of those three isn't a real urban legend the giant frog, the giant owl, or the giant skunk. Hmm. Seeing as they're all equally absurd, which can't. It's urban legends. They have some very interesting, very interesting urban legends. If I'm going with my gut feeling, it's drawn more to the last one. Purely because I feel like I have might have read something or seen something to do with the Cornwall one. And a four-foot frogman kind of seems like it would be. Whereas the last one doesn't, but at the same time it does. I'm torn between the first one and the last one. This, the middle one I feel like is is an urban legend. Purely because most urban legends come from the UK in some shape or form. I feel like that's when, that one is real. You might be surprised with some of the urban legends I've been reading out. Most of them are from the States. Really? Hmm. Um, I'm probably going to go the last one, even though I, it's probably not the last one. <laughs> no, go it actually that. is. Is it? We are now at 4-2, and I am keeping Sweet. a note on it. So, 4-2. It, it just didn't, like, usually when you have urban legends, they're kind of just one thing, like Mothman and you know stuff like that, and what? But it's when it's mixed together, I think that's where it sounds a bit too far. Like a four foot frogman, 
you know, yeah. Well, the skunk ape is real. Um, it just it is? isn't a humanoid skunk. It's actually an, a sort of ape creature, but I'm not quite sure why they call it skunk ape. Oh. But there's, it's, there's, it's not a humanoid skunk. It's, yeah. But yes, so yeah, welcome everybody. This is a serious list with Phil. Uber list. <laughs> I went down the deep end of searching up all the different urban legends and monsters. Because it's still Halloween season, technically. It's not Halloween season. Halloween season ends at the end of November, for fuck's sake, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway. Um, if you're wondering like how Uber this list is, Val actually said to me at the start before we started recording, uh, we may need to split this episode into two parts. <laughs> So, I'm guessing this list is pretty extensive. Where we may need forty, especially if we keep, if we end up chatting about them as well. There's a chance that we might end up going over an hour ish, and then it might be a good idea to split it into two half hour segments instead of one yeah. hour and a bit. Fifteen point one and fifteen point two. Yep, 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 yep. Exactly. Okay. So yeah, diving straight in in a. I only have one in A, which is Annabelle, which is a haunted rag doll. Yeah, I know Annabelle. Raggedy Ann doll. I know that, a lot about Annabelle. Yeah, that she was housed in the, which is now, and they now closed, the Occult Museum of Paranormal, that was run by the paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, I bet that place is fucking creepy. It would be Although, interesting to go, but yeah, unfortunately, it's it's closed now. But you don't believe in this stuff, do you, Val? Like I don't things. seriously believe in that much of the haunted things. I know I a lot do, of people though. have an experience. So I know you've had an experience with this. I have. I'm not going to tell the story um, again, so I've probably told it enough times. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I, this sh- it should be on one of the... Yeah, it's a challenge. Everyone go find the podcast where he spoke about it. I'm pretty sure there's this podcast. Yeah, it was one of the episode, early episodes. Episode 5, maybe, yes. I, I spoke I'm, about it. I'm pretty sure I have spoken about some of the haunted facts and whatnots in one of the episodes. I think it was one of um, ah, oh, one of Fanny's itchy Fanny or Fanny. Oh yeah, like scratching, that. scratching Fanny. Yeah, it was that one. I think so. Yeah, yeah, go look for the title called "Scratching Fanny" and it'll be in there. That's the that yeah. was my paranormal experience. So yeah, uh, the story behind the doll was given to a nurse in 1971. And she claimed that the strange things happened around the doll. And they believed that it was haunted by a deceased girl, or horse deceased, because it's very difficult to haunt things while you're alive, called Annabelle. <laughs> and the students actually, the student and her roommate tried to keep the doll in their house and try to nurture the possessed doll and to try and heal poor little Annabelle. But Watch eventually it got, yes, there is a film based on it, which I have a name sampling. Yeah, go watch but the yeah. film, and it's, it'd be, I'm assuming that the origin of Annabelle is in that film. Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen so, it because yeah. I can't do, as much as I like films, I can't do like super scary films, especially I... possessing of things, I can't do it. I'm not particularly good at horror things. I I'm I really am, am not. You easily scared. 
Yes, yes, very much so. Well, yeah, I can confirm that. Judging off Val's streams, she has um, a talk, was it not push to talk, was it text to speak or something like that? Yeah, the TTS used to make me jump. Yeah. I'm now being desensitized to it, but I, I no longer jump from, from the, the text to speech. But yes, text to speech used to make me jump out of my skin. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm easily frightened. Yeah. Okay. Now going into B. This one doesn't really need to be spoken about because I'm pretty sure most people know about Bloody Mary. The malevolent spirit that lives in mirrors. I know Anybody Bloody who Mary. says her name three times comes out and it kills them. Uh, myth. Because I've done it and I'm still around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but part of the whole thing is it's apparently supposed to be certain mirrors that are possessed by her. It can't just be any mirror, but it's it, the, most of these urban legends have so many little offshoots to them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Now, the other one in B, I just mentioned Bloody Mary as a token thing because it's, it's one of those things that most people know about Bloody Mary. Uh, the next one is we have the Bunny Man. The Bunny Man. I hadn't actually heard about the Bunny Man. Do you know the Bunny Man? <laughs> bunny Man? The Bunny, the bunny Man? man. <laughs> Who lives in Fairfax County? Sorry. Um, that's where it started. Two incidents in Fairfax County, Virginia, in the 1970s. And then the story has now spread to Washington, D.C. and the Maryland area. So the whole thing is apparently it's a guy in a rabbit costume with an axe who attacks people. Why do I feel like there's a film about that as well? Uh, there probably is. There's a lot of these. The ones that I have been able to find a good list of where they've made it in popular sort of culture and cinema and whatnot. So I've got a list of those. So I've yeah, got lists within lists. It's just called Bunny Man or the Bunny Man Massacre. Okay. It's a snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, well, the bunny man changes depending on his motive, what he's wearing, his weapons, what sort of victims he goes after. That seems to be very fluid. Um, and how he kills people. But uh, even with all those differences, the, the bunny man still seems to be cropping up. It's just very, very weird. Okay. Uh, the next one, one of the, I'm pretty sure most people know about this one as well, the Chupacabra. I know chupacabra. the Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Yes. Uh, especially if you watch Supernatural, which I do a lot. <laughs> um, I don't at all. It's the first sightings were in Puerto Rico in 1995, so it's actually fairly new. So that's the whole thing with the urban legends. There are you get the whole myths and legends, which are ye oldie ones. <laughs> A lot of urban legends are relatively new. Ye like oldie legend. Yeah, they're within like the last 100, 200 years, which in human history is. Not that much. But yeah. Um, it's not really, is it? No. It's, no. Uh, 
because you get the myths and legends go back thousands of years. Yeah. Um, a lot of these are from the 50s, 60s, 70s, a few date back to the early 1900s. Yeah. But not that many. Okay. So, yes, her sightings are reported in Puerto Rico in the 1970s. The Chupacabra seems to be a rip, rather reptilian creature. It's a rather heavy size, about the size of a small bear. And it's got spines along its back to its tail. And it likes to suck the blood out of goats. Reckon it's real? Because there's been, I, you can watch, I can know like YouTube videos can be sort of tampered with or played with, and they show things like, you know, the stuff around. Yeah, there are a lot of videos for all sorts of creatures, but. They're always very fuzzy and not quite sure what you're making out. Is there an urban myth you believe to be true? Mm, not that I can think of it off, not off, off the top of my head. No? I, I really would love Nessie to be real. I think it is. I really do. That and Bigfoot. I really do think them two those things are real. I know there's all those cryptozoologists yeah, who, who do their thing um, but with how much humans have encroached on natural habitats something that big could be a bit tricky. It's like, it's one of those it's, more... it's it is it's, it's like the it's like the story of Jesus Christ I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm dipping my. I'm dipping my toe into religion briefly. I'm gonna get straight, straight back out yes, as quick no. as I can. Go ahead as quickly as fast as possible. It's like the story of Jesus. I feel like none of none of it's real, but I feel like there was a man called Jesus Christ around during those times that promoted Christianity. But he didn't do what ev what he what everyone says he did. He did a version of it, a variation of it, but it was. You know, not so much launched in translation, but you know, it was overly and emphasized. And I feel the story like... grows over time. Exactly, exactly. It goes through the grapevine. Specific words change. I know it's written in the Bible, but how many times has that thing been written in different languages and stuff like that? Yeah. Something could be misinterpreted. I feel it's the same thing with the Loch Ness monster. I think there's something in Loch Ness, but not necessarily a giant dinosaur. But I do think yeah. there is something there. It's a lot more logical for some of the legends about deep sea creatures, like the Kraken. I'd love there to be a Kraken. Those might be slightly more plausible because the amount of deep ocean that we just haven't explored. Yeah, exactly. Again, it's like that. That that would, but but on land, and unless it's living somewhere completely inhospitable where humans have hardly gone, which is so maybe you know, very not Bigfoot these days. It could be um, the abominable snowman. Could could just that could be possible. Yeah, but the kraken thing, you know, if it's spotted, if it's spotted during like the ye olde pirate times, it could be mistaken for a giant squid. Yes, that's, that's what the, they think. As that, that's how they think the story started was a giant squid. Exactly. So that's how things get misinterpreted. And then it turns into this 
urban legend myth thing of this giant thing that pulls, you know, ships to the deep. Yeah. But it yeah. doesn't act, it's not the... actually that. Yeah, a few of the, the the urban legends I have specifically about monsters, they there were a few things written about what it possibly could be, like the Almet. Yeah. And and, and things like that. Because the fact that it was just a when actually it's a really fucking large owl. But in a it's just a so, big yeah. fucking owl. Yes. Um, okay. But anyway, uh, talking about sea monsters, the next one is the Cadborosaurus. Which is a sea monster that lives off the coast of British Columbia oh. at Cadbury Bay, which is why it's called Cadborosaurus. It's been nicknamed Caddy. There have actually been more than 300 sightings of it in the past 200 years. Really? Um, yeah, it's, it's a sea monster that lives by Canada. But there's also been sightings going all the way down to British Columbia and San Francisco Bay. What are you going to bring in the song, then? Oh, no, no, I highly <laughs> doubt that. San Francisco <laughs> Bay. Okay, and now on to D. I, mostly I only have two, maybe three creatures per category. Sometimes only one. Yeah, okay. So um We're doing D, the whole alphabet. Have, <laughs> yeah, we're doing well most of the alphabets. They're doing like twenty-two letters as most alphabets. Okay, so yeah, we have the dark watches. Ooh. Um the, this is in California. It is basically this one area where you see these tall, sometimes giant sized speechless silhouettes with wide brimmed hats apparently and walking sticks rather yeah um they are just on the horizon and will just watch people and they're only there for the hours surrounding twilight and dawn because of course that's where the light is they don't appear when there's moonlight apparently uh and they will just emotionally watch people from the horizon but at uh, the Santa Lucia mountain range. That's weird. Yes. And if anyone tries to actually approach them, they disappear. Oh, Sorry. God. One of them, like... One of them, yes. There's these really strange silhouettes watching us. Let's go look at them. No, no, they disappeared. Oh, it's, conveniently, yeah. they were there, but they're not. Yeah. Uh, okay, then we got the um, Dybbuk box. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing some of these things correctly. It could be Dybbuk box. I'm not quite sure. It is a Jewish... This is a, a, a Jewish legend. Okay. It's gained um, traction um, when someone tried to sell a item that was apparently from the Jewish Holocaust on eBay. And they think that it is possessed by a poltergeist. So it is very, it, well, it's like the, a Jewish poltergeist. How ironic a, would it be if the poltergeist was that guy? Very ironic. I, I, you know, yeah. I can't even say the name. You know, you're not, not allowed to say it. Yeah, you're not allowed to say the name. Yeah. This was in 2021. Um, it was a, a box that has now traveled around and people are 
convinced it's possessed by a poltergeist. Well, a, a Jewish poltergeist. Okay, going into E. This apparently, I remember hearing stories about this. The Beast of Exmoor. I, I've heard of a that. A phantom cat. Yes, around, I've heard of Yes, because there's this whole thing that, no, it was a, an escaped, what was it, um, Jaguar at one yeah. point? Yeah. I remember hearing stories about this. Yeah, I've heard all about uh, About the, yeah, the fields and Exmoor by Devon and Somerset. There have been numerous sightings. Um, uh, BBC called it the famous and elusive beast of Exmoor. Yeah, there have been sightings in the 1970s, and then it, it came back in the, in the early 1980s. Uh, apparently, a farmer claimed to have lost over 100 sheep in three months to this creature, all of them having their throat ripped out. Uh, there's people have reported seeing the this beast fishing at the River Ball. Mm. There's a lot of people who've had theories and going on that, but the fact that it has been around for so long, it can't just be one creature. But it it's it stuck around for a while. I'm not quite sure if I've actually even heard any, any of any recent sightings of it. And it's just a cat <laughs> running around. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just a cat. But yeah, um, that's been going on for a bit. Okay, and the next one, another one from England. The Enfield Poltergeist. Have you heard of that as well? Who, yep, on 284 Green Street, Council House in um, Brimsdown. It um, appeared between 1977 and 1979. It was centered around two sisters who claimed that they had experienced this poltergeist. Uh, they had people from the Society of Psychic Psychical Research Psychical. come in. Psychical, psychical. I can't be right. I'm a psych, a psychical. Psychical, psychical. I that cannot be right. Anyway, SPR came in, and they they believed the haunting was genuine. But they had others come in from the Committee of Scientific Investigation of Claims of the Paranormal. Cop. Psychop. Um, what was who it? did not, but the Committee for the Scientific Investigation of Claims of the Paranormal. Fucking hell, that's a long name. That's a really, really long name. Uh, they didn't quite believe in it. They all believed it was a hoax, and apparently these sisters had claimed paranormal things from other places they lived but mm -hmm. it was it did make itself it make its way into a horror film the conjuring 2 oh, really? in 2016 yeah it was the basis for a horror movie okay now we're on f the arkansas okay arkansas story uh the folk or the fuck, the folk, the folk. Fuck, the, wait, what? The folk, the folk. folk I said folk, fuck the folk, folk then. Fuck, 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 the folk, the folk, the folk. Uh, F-O-U-K-E. Folk, folk, folk. I don't know. Fuck. 
but I'm pretty sure I'm going to mangle a lot of these pronunciations, um, is the Boggy Creek Monster and the Swamp Stalker, whatever names it is known by. It's an ape-like creature. Apparently quite similar to Bigfoot, but lives in swamps. Seen around the rural town of Folk, 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 Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> During the early 1970s. Oh dear, it's sad. Uh, it apparently attacked local families. Um, but it has been quite a serious part of the Arkansas folklore. Um, it has even influenced local businesses. There is a store. I think it's called the Monster Store. That has yeah. it, It's part of the store's identity now. Arkansas. Yeah. It has it made its way into a little horror feature film called The Legend of Boggy Creek. Hmm. And the eleventh highest grossing film in nineteen seventy two list and is now classified as a cult classic. Really? Yeah. The creature was named by journalist Jim Powell. The the fact that he just called it the Boggy Creek Monster is not a particularly exciting name. I'm not quite sure if I want to put Brag that I came up with a name like that. But anyway. The next one is the Flatwoods Monster. Also known as the Braxton County Monster or Braxy, which is adorable. <laughs> Braxy. Yes, and then the Phantom of Flatwoods. So this is from West Virginia. And it was uh, first sighted in 1952 after a bright object appeared in the night sky and then crashed and then some kids two brothers and a friend went to go investigate and apparently found an alien they got a fright they went running off uh they called they went to the the, 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 the brothers they went to their mother the mother came with them and they tried to find it Apparently they found a man-like figure with a round red face surrounded by pointed like a pointed hooded hood-like shape. And again they got scared, they got the flashlight and ran off. But apparently there were more sightings after that, and it seems to have stuck in the town's history. Mm-hmm. And now onto G. Gee whiz. This is going to go on forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one, okay. There are actually seven of these, but I'm just focusing on the one. Uh, the Gateways to Hell. I couldn't figure I couldn't find out where all seven were, but there yeah. is one in a place called Stell Cemetery. In um, Stell Cemetery is in Kansas. Kansas. There's apparently part of the cemetery. Uh, the devil appeal, and the devil will appear there twice a year: once in Halloween and once at the spring equinox. Which equinox? And so yeah, they believe that the there is the 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 cemetery. If certain something's happened there, it can form a gateway gateway into hell. Gateway. Yes, and it has been. Um, referenced in a few cultural things, like there's a band called Urge Overkill, released mm. an album called Stell, which featured the church and the tombstones from the cemetery. 
Um, there was a film based on the plot. It was called Turbulence 3 Heavy Metal. Nothing Left to Feel. And an unreleased film called Sinjin Smith. Sinjin Smith. <laughs> yeah, that one's a bit weird. As also the site of the and an episode of Supernatural. And in an interview with Complex Magazine, pop star Ariana Grande actually spoke about how she wanted to go visit the cemetery, but stopped because she was attacked by a demon. Oh, she wasn't. She's just an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. Okay, next one is Goatman. I know Goatman. Yeah. Uh, folklore, well, a legend from Beltsville, Maryland of a goat-human hybrid um, which kills dogs, apparently. Which is very sad. I don't like them. Killing humans is okay. Don't kill dogs. <laughs> yeah, killing that, people, you, you carry on. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like it's just a modern, very weird take on uh, the the Greek haunts. You have too many people, so you carry on with that. Yeah, yeah, just don't kill the dogs. I'm crying out loud. Um, okay, and the next one is the Greek children of Woolpit. 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 Out uh, Woolpit in Southwark, England. And for some time, this one is actually quite old. I'm not quite sure if this one actually classifies it as a legend or an urban legend because this is from the 12th century. Oh, it's definitely made up, though. Yes. Uh, it was two children appeared on the outskirts of the village and they were completely green and could not speak English. Well, they spoke an unknown language and would only eat broad beans. There's wow. another broad another bloody country then. Yes. That's all that is. <laughs> Eventually, they learned to eat other food and they lost their green color. Uh, the boy passed away, but the daughter, the the um, lived and she was baptized. Yeah. Not, yes. Uh, and she. Um, spoke about how they came from a different land where the sun never shone, shone, shone. Oh, they're from the north then. Yeah, very, very north. I'm just doesn't explain the green, but maybe they were just well, jaundiced or something. Maybe it's like the bean they were eating. If they're could only it, eating that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. But apparently she was very wanton, 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 wanton. She was very wanton. And a beautiful don't, don't ask how I'm saying things today. Okay, so yes. That is the G's. The G's are now done. I took two minutes. I am on the ball. A roll. A roll. A roadie ball. You're on the ball. I'm on the, the ball. Yes. On the roll, on the ball. On the roadie ball. You know, like a bee. Don't feel like we're going to get to the end of this file. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I keep. You can run out of words. <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time talking by the end of this. Okay. H. I have three in H. Uh, this one, I apologize for pronunciation. The Hanoko-san, or Toi no Hanoko-san. That's probably awful pronunciation. It's a Japanese urban legend about the spirit of a young girl named Hanoko-san who haunts school toilets. 
it's like Moaning Myrtle. Okay. Uh, the, the detail, um, they, I'm not quite sure about the details of the origins. They're rather murky and there's just so many of them. Uh, a lot of people can claim she was murdered by her parents or by a stranger in the toilets. Or that she committed suicide in the toilets due to bullying. And now she's haunts the toilets and kills people. And she plays hide and seek. What? Yes. Um, no, no, sorry. One of the stories was she was killed playing hide and seek during a World War II. Um, during World War II and it got bombed and she got killed. Oh. Yeah. So she lost. Yeah, she lost. Uh, apparently, well, I don't have a list, but she that sort of ghost has made its way into several and anime and video games. Oh. Okay. Second one is also a very, very well-known one. The Hookman. Hookman? I don't know Hookman. Hookman. You don't know the Hookman? I don't know Hookman. This guy with a pirate hook for a hand. Who travels <laughs> around um, sort of out of the way areas on roads where normally the, the story always sort of revolves around two young lovers who have now found an out of the way place to go and park, make out. And he'll kill mm. them. As you do. Yes. He's usually this faceless, silhouetted old man wearing a raincoat with a hook. The story started in the mid-1950s, and they have carried on since then. Uh, Sometimes he's put down as a morality thing. People misbehave, and then he kills them. Mm. So he has been in so many horror films. Um, because the story usually goes as the, the young couple making out, they hear a noise outside, the male goes to go boy goes to go investigate and he doesn't come back eventually the female climbs up the car and she finds the boyfriend hanging upside down dead over the car and then she gets killed that seems to be the traditional way it goes yeah. it is very popular and quite a, it's like an archetype now okay the next one another american folklore called the hodag 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 Hodag. Uh It is a large bullhorned carnivore. Again, with a row of thick curved spines down its back. Um, it was apparently born from the ashes of a cremated oxen. And is the, the incarnation of the accumulation of animal abuse suffered by the hands of the farmers at whichever farms was where the Hodag was born. And it is quite seriously attached to the city of Rhinelander. I'm not quite sure where that is. Rhinelander. Rhinelander. Where it was discovered. Um, and apparently the, the Hodag um, is a key feature in the early Paul Bunyan stories. So it's just basically, if the farmers mistreat their oxen, one of these creatures will then be born from all that and will kill people. So Very good. Very good. Yeah. 
Very good. Okay. I, there was only one, which is the Iklimoa UFO incident. In December of 1987. Why is a that retired... I'm not quite sure. I was a retired police officer claimed he was abducted by aliens. And briefly held their craft before being returned to Samoa. It was the only one I could find in ice I was put in. Mm. Okay. So now we're on J. And we have one another United States from the South Jersey and Philadelphia area, the Jersey Devil, which is also fairly well known. Most people well just not most people, but it's it is one of the more common um urban legends, the Jersey Devil. Um especially inhabit the forests of the Pine Barrens. It's a flying biped with hooves. But there again there are variations. Some of them claim that it's a kangaroo like. Some say it's like a wyvern. Some say it's like a horse. Others give it a goat like head and horns. Mm. Some say it has small arms, clawed hands. Some say it doesn't have it, just has back like wings and a forked tail. Yet they are all called the Jersey Devil. Such weird names for things. They have some very odd names. Okay, it hasn't been, there have been a few programs done around it. Uh, mm. Mother Leads, 13th Child, In Search of Monsters, Law. And Monsters and Mysteries in America. Yeah. It's popular enough that there have been two hockey teams named after it. The Jersey Devils of the Eastern Hockey League. They are now been disbanded or they've been sold or they've been renamed. And then the New Jersey Devils of the National Hockey League. Yeah. And they, it has also made its way into a lot of films and series. Uh, the X-Files. The Jersey Devil video game, Wolf Among Us, 13th Child, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, The Barons, Carney, A Night with the Jersey Devil, The Last Broadcast, Legend Quest, What We Do in Shadows, and Gravity Falls. Mm. Thank you. Okay. And the next one we have is Krampus. Is that just another for Santa Claus? He is the opposite of Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. So, where that, I saw the is... fact on that. I saw the tweet about yeah. it. That's how yeah. I know. Yes, 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 yes. He is a Northern European, um, usually around the um, Central and Eastern Alpine folklore. Uh, there's the whole thing that he was technically, well, I'm not quite sure if he's like equal with Santa Claus, who he's the assistant to Santa, Santa Claus. <laughs> the pair would visit children and Saint Nicholas would reward the good ones with oranges and dried fruit and chocolates and the badly behaved ones received punishment from Krampus and he would smack them with birch rods. Nice. Uh, there are some ideas that they theorize that pre-Christian tradition, 
but yeah. they haven't found any written sources about Krampus before the end of the 16th century. Krampus. <laughs> and he only sort of gained pop, sort of you know what people knew about him in recent history. Uh, he has, of course, been modified for some North American media. Mm. Uh, there's a whole bunch of collect um, vintage postcards with Krampus on it from Mount Bouchamp. I might start sending Krampus cards to people. Yes. Make it a thing. He, yeah, he's been in some television stuff. The a Krampus Carol. Krampus a, Carol. <laughs> a, a very, a very Venture Christmas, a 2005 episode of the Venture Bros. I'm not quite sure what those are. Uh, Minstrel Krampus, which just, which sounds very disturbing. Minstrel, mm. as in, yeah, that, yeah. A thing women do. No, not menstrual, minstrel, as in the person oh. who plays musical instruments. Oh, no, the chocolate. All the chocolate, yeah. Uh, he was in an episode of a dad. He was in Carn Evil, which was an arcade game. Mm. Um, and then he was in a film called Krampus. Never heard of this film, okay. but I'm intrigued. And it was a 2015 comedy horror movie. Oh, comedy horror. Yeah, which which sometimes are good, sometimes bad. Hmm. Um, I I really enjoyed the lesbian vampire hunters. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Kushisaki Ona. Pardon? You want to watch that? <laughs> Kushisaki Ona. Slit mouth woman. <laughs> it's a Japanese figure. Is it? Jap- or you just or Japanese you one. insinuating K- something? Kushisaki Ona. I'm not going to pronounce these particularly well. Okay. I'm flattered, I'm flattered Val, but uh, no, sorry. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Kuchisaki Ona. Kuchisaki Ona. Okay, anyway. It's a Japanese urban legend. It's about a malicious spirit of a woman. She... This is also something I have actually seen in a few movies of us. Okay, she partially covers her face with a mask. What kind of movies, Val? (laughs) I am trying to remember what I watched when I saw this. With the term Kuchisaki uh, in it. <laughs> it. It did not call her by that. It was a... You watched them on the website? I think it might have been Constantine. An episode yeah. of Constantine. She on made what, an appearance. On but website. she wasn't... <laughs> not that sort of website. I don't do things like that. Yes. Anyway. Uh, okay. okay. Anyway. No. No, no, no. We're going, we're going back. Stop it. That's the end of this episode. It is to be to be continued because we are making our way through the list. So please stick around, turn on your notifications, and you're just gonna have to wait for the list that continues. So yeah, don't forget follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes and Twitter. And we, me and Val will see you next time.